The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. This is the cream in your coffee, your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler, the Jewish canon, the physical embodiment of charisma, the most entertaining man in professional wrestling, the Bernie Sanders of professional wrestling, the best of the best, Mr. American Rana Davey wrestling, the 104-minute man, the main event. I'm really, really good at Twitter, the king of taunts, the product David Starr, and you're listening to the Rough House Podcast. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people too and all people. Yeah, and we're rolling. Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Thanks Rough for your House patience. podcast. Recording bright and early on a Sunday morning. It's dark. Well, yeah. That, well, it's we're in, cloudy. We're in my basement. Yeah. Well, it's well, it's cloudy outside. That's true. That's true. Uh, yep, we're in my basement. Lights off. Perfect yep. way to record a podcast. Very close to each other. Mm-hmm. Breathing heavily. Yep. Only light is a little bit of candle. I called him Babe last night. <laughs> you <laughs> did. You did call me Babe last night. <laughs> I was coming home from a gig. <clears throat> And I was doing the voice. It was like I know you. Uh, you know you're not a night owl. You don't stay up to the wee hours of the morning. So it was yeah, not regularly. It was approaching 10 p.m. And I was like, I want because we had talked about recording this morning, and it had never been confirmed that I was going to come over to your basement and and do this. Uh, rec- are we not recording? No, we are. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I was like, hey, you know, just wanted to see if you had time to do redos as well. Those will be coming, or at least one today yep. uh, and more later. Um, he was like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it at 10 a.m. I was like, all right, cool. See you then. And I said, I was doing voice text because I was driving, which you're still not supposed to do, but I did anyway. And I said, <laughs> all right, see you then, bud. And it, I guess the voice text heard babe. And then I, <laughs> before I, I checked what it said, I hit send and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> this hey, wasn't offended. I, I wasn't sure if you're going for like a Nick Frost, Simon Pegg thing. I was like, hey, hey, babe, I, I guess we've become close while working on the show. <laughs> Works for me. I was like, oh, I just made it awkward. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, hey, it's no more awkward than one. Watching a professional wrestling show at 5 a.m. This is true, which I did not yeah, do. Yeah, no, I did not do that either. <laughs> uh, I, I will say I saw some fun stories online of, of people who just went, well, I'm up at 2 anyway. Let's just yeah, keep no. it going. No. Um, or uh, That just uh, ruins your Saturday then. One, one friend of mine, uh, I, I will say I think this was a cute story. One friend of mine, his son loves pro wrestling. Yeah. So he got him up early. Oh, that's and, cute. And they had like a bunch of like goofy snacks and stuff. And that's fun. Now, granted, he fell asleep in the middle of the Undertaker Triple H match. Who wouldn't? Yeah. 48 <laughs> minutes of those two. Jesus. Great idea. Man. Great idea. Um, trashy. But uh, yeah, uh, it was, as many thought, a glorified house show. It was. Uh, one in front of 60,000 people. We did get a title change. So in, over 70, as they claim. Well, yeah. Mm, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's standard pro wrestling logic. You add 10,000 when yes. you can. You add three inches. You add 25 pounds. Sure. Yes. Um, Everything is uh, unless it's unless it's a set of stairs. Then you add like you know six times the weight. Absolutely, um, those are five hundred pounds that John Cena is throwing around. <laughs> sure they sure are. They Cole. are. Sure That's they are. That's why he's able to wing them at Bray Wyatt's yes. head, and he didn't die immediately. <laughs> he's still buried, one, but still one of the greatest moments of professional wrestling <laughs> that was, history. That was pretty great. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, 
But yeah, uh, it, it was kind of a glorified house show. We did get one title change of what we I did. thought was the match of the show. Absolutely. Uh, Buddy down. Murphy and Cedric Alexander for the cruiserweight title. Buddy Murphy, your new cruiserweight champion. Yeah. Uh, a big homecoming for the Aussie. Yeah. Uh, really great match. The crowd and, was super hot for him. And yeah. The biggest pop of the night was when he won the title, hands yeah. down. Yeah, absolutely. Which is so weird to say on a show that had... The Undertaker, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, a uh, very JBL-looking John Cena. <laughs> uh, Principal Cena yeah. returned for it to action. The, had the shield, the yeah. whatever they're calling the, the stable of Braun and uh, Dolph and Drew. Uh, not the Hounds of War. Dogs of War? Uh, that's stupid. I refuse themselves. to use that term. Uh, anyway, you look at it. Yeah, Buddy Murphy, <laughs> Mr. Bliss. Yeah. Got himself the biggest pop. Of are the they night. still? Are they still together? I never as got far as I know. That. As far as I know, I, I haven't heard that they aren't. Good for good for both of them. I would watch that tape in a heartbeat. Yeah. The oh work rate God. in that Jesus <laughs> marathon. Yeah, exactly. Iron Dick match. Yeah. Uh, Everybody yeah. says Alexa can't work. We'll find out. So I can guarantee. We, we find out. Guarantee she works. Very yeah. athletic. Buddy Murphy. Uh, I tweeted this last night as I was watching the match. His his like upper body looks like a Rob Liefeld drawing. Yes. Yes. His pecs are ridiculous. And he's come so far from his NXT look and feel. Yeah. Like, the fucking dubstep cowboys look like the doofiest Aussies his, in the world. His, still, his music is still kind of goofy. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, that's true of most guys on 205. This is true, yeah. They, the CFO's kind of phoned it in for 205, I feel. Wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I figure half of 205's uh, theme music is CFO's. The other half is just random production music that like, they can find. Can we, all right, so Jim Johnson didn't use this riff uh, 10 years ago. Can we uh, add some electronic beats to it? I mean, some of the most classic WWE not to go super off topic some of the most classic wwe themes are production music like yeah. i hear the hardy's music everywhere yeah um and the nwo music uh was used in a lot of places i think same with uh the booker t harlem heat music was standard yeah. production music i mean yeah. it, it's so funny you know you know just be flipping through channels and then in the background you're like is that is that fucking booker t's music <laughs> like, what, what's happening um yeah. But yeah, I, I could imagine that, especially with some of the two hundred five guys, they, they they're not going to try. T Does Tony Nice need bespoke music? <laughs> yes. Okay. He, okay. He needs bewoke music. <laughs> yeah. I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, the the match, those guys. I mean, they. I feel like they tried more than anybody. Else oh yeah. On the show too. I mean, when you are what they were third or fourth from the top. Uh, uh, yeah. The only things after it were Brian and Miz and um, the six man was the, the six. Man oh yeah, you're right. After. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. After I think it was too. Brian and Miz, the six man. I'd already and then forgotten the, about that. The, no, the six man Brian and Miz, and then Brian oh, and Miz yeah. was right before the the main event trash heap. Yeah, uh, and and what a jarring juxtaposition Ugh. between those two matches it was. You have two guys who could still go. Who get two four and a minutes? half minutes? Yeah, if that four minutes, yeah. five minutes, whatever it is, and uh, two guys. Well, one of them could definitely still go, but unfortunately, he did not recognize that the other guy cannot work the standard. Hey, I'm a CEO, but I also could still work circles around you guys. Forty-eight minute classic. Yeah, it was <sighs> embarrassing. Like, had that gone fifteen minutes? I don't okay. think it would have been a tenth as embarrassing. No, no, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't yeah. have been as much time for the spots that didn't get pulled off uh, as well as they should. <laughs> Good the, Lord, the, the one on the outside, the backdrop. Yeah, that was, was that. Was that Triple H's fault or was that Undertaker's fault? Uh maybe a little bit of both. I'm leaning more towards Undertaker. That just may be my anti-Taker bias because uh, it, it looked like way. it looked like Triple H didn't did really want to go up for that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck, he's the COO of the company, and right. he took chair shots and yeah, all kinds of uh, all the smoke and mirrors all, for them. Oh yeah, I know. And I noticed this. Did you notice Taker's back? Yeah, it was not yeah. looking. Dude's been hitting a cycle or two to to beef up. For the, the massive show, gut didn't give that away. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah, he, he was dealing with uh, two H's and a G while dealing with Triple H. That's, he, that's what's going on there. It's if I'm if I'm Mark, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I'm he, like he is not continuing his legacy in in, in the most uh, uh, pristine way. No, no. Now, look, get that money. I'm not going to say don't get that money, especially that dirty Saudi oil money. Yeah. Get that money. I know. Uh, but, yeah, not not great. He just looks like – he was, like, limping walking to the ring. Yeah. Because I, I, I didn't really – I fast-forwarded through most of the intros, and I, I, I 
checked checked in to see where I was, and yeah, he, you know, he was doing his intro, and he was like limping. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fucking barn burner. <laughs> uh, and shocker, I was I was right. Um, and, and it's so crazy because Ed Kane and and Shawn Michaels out there, yeah. and I'm just thinking, well, they're totally there just to eat more spots. Sure. And I mean, sure they did, but it's yeah. just like I would have figured, oh, this is just going to be a total shit fest of. Yeah. Of guys who aren't even in the match getting the crap beat out of them, yeah. And instead, we had we had that, but we also had you know forty minutes of these guys trying to show they could still work, just plotting around, just yeah. Sean ate a couple potatoes from uh from Taker though, yeah. He took a couple fists to the face, yeah. That one that got him like right in the nose looked like it hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if he was just selling and sold me on it, but man, that one yeah. looked like uh, that one hurt bad. And then a couple of the super kicks, you know, landed. Uh, um, as well they should yeah a couple receipt of them. for a receipt right there yeah, yeah, yeah a couple of them not so much but yeah uh, the one one thing i noticed is michael cole so used to calling him super kicks he forgot to say sweet chin music <laughs> at one point graves jumped in and and gave him the sweet chin music call on that yeah. um but yeah the match was it was just it was just embarrassing you know undertaker's gut his his steroid back and his hair like he shaved his head a couple years ago. I think mm-hmm. it was for the Punk match. Yeah, and which was his last great match, in my opinion. Um, yeah, and yeah. he looked like a badass. Like why, when you when you have a skullet, why are you having right. the long hair with when your hairline is halfway back on your skull? It looks yeah, terrible. Yeah. When when you have the widow's peak that you do, it's a lot easier to rock a mohawk because yeah. that's the hair you have. Right. <laughs> accept accept it, man. Just yeah. just let it go. Everything. Just stop. Stop wrestling. <laughs> I mean, I could I could talk an hour about how uh, how much I'm over the Undertaker, which yeah. everybody's heard at great length. So we're Elsewhere not going to do that. On but. the Super Showdown, uh, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, end of the feud. I guess. I guess um, was, there was a there was a winner as as declared yes. in the stipulation. There must be a winner. Uh, there was a winner. Surprisingly, not Samoa Joe. Yeah. The AJ Styles train continues on. Kind of a bummer because I really wanted to see Joe get the belt. Um, but you know. Based off of the very quick Ms. Daniel Bryan match, uh, right. it looks like we're going straight to Debry and AJ Styles at the Crown Jewel. Which I have no qualms about. I mean, that yeah. match is going to be great. It's going to be weird if Daniel Bryan wins the uh, the world title in front of a Saudi Arabian crowd. Yeah. It's going to be a little strange. It is going to be really weird. But back to, to the Joe-AJ um, match. I enjoyed the match and mm-hmm. the story they told. They, you know... But when I, when even before it happened, I was talking with my buddy Mark on uh, on Friday about this. I was like, "There's no way AJ can lose this with the story that they've told of yeah. you know Joe being the asshole who goes to you know his opponent's house and is threatening right. his wife. There's no way Joe is going to win this feud." I mean, he could win the feud, and then we have some fun vignettes of, you know, Joe being the man of the house. <laughs> oh, my God. If they wanted to... Like, that's a Lucha Underground bit right there. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, like, AJ Styles legitimately loses his family to I mean, Samoa Joe, and Samoa Joe is, like, carving the Thanksgiving turkey for Wendy and his four kids. Considering on uh, on Tuesday you had AJ Styles with the the modern family cam <laughs> sitting there talking about how he's staying home this yeah, week to watch out for his family. <laughs> I just wanted him to go full NRA Brian Pillman and just pull out a pull out, <laughs> out a, a pistol gun. pistol and just say, just try it. You Props know. by the way to the internet for all of the silly things they, they had to screenshot and yeah. having him say talking oh, about God. you know flat earth and all that fun stuff. <laughs> Solid work internet. Oh AJ. Um trying to think if there's anything else of note from uh Super Showdown. The uh, New Day's uh, bar match was fun. Yeah, very, very fun. Unsurprisingly, again, New Day retains. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, that's not the end of that feud. Because uh, I really liked their interactions on, on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, with Dewey Foley, of with, all people. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Buttersworth, or whatever they something were calling like, him. Yeah, something like um, that. Yeah, Dewey Foley uh, getting a hat full of pancakes. Yeah. Or pancake S- batter. But, yeah. S- uh, Cesaro and Sheamus were fun. I like them yeah. together. They're they're definitely. I think they're probably better together at this point in their careers than mm-hmm. they are separately. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 Cesaro had uh, more promo ability, you know, he'd probably yeah. be in the main event. I um, mean, he's not a bad promo. He's not, but he's. It, it's just. It doesn't. It's, it's not as natural. Yeah. To him, maybe yeah. it's the you know, English is a second language. Perhaps thing that's kind of. 
you know, it makes it sound rehearsed and written for him, um, yeah. which I guess is kind of a performance issue as well. But, you know, that's probably what the only thing, because the athletic ability is there tenfold yeah. um, for him to be in any main event match. Oh, uh, un- undoubtedly. And, and and that, to me, is always going to be sort of the the missed opportunity with Cesaro. The, the way yeah. I, I feel about Rusev now is the way I felt about Cesaro a few years ago. The fact that Cesaro was never one of the standard first or second feud guys yeah. for a new face champion like it just feels like he would he slot in perfectly in that role yeah you know there there have been guys you look back at the attitude era there were always guys like foley and kane and what have you that oh there's a new champion these are the people uh, big show is another one yeah uh automatically they're in line as yeah. one of the first few challengers. Mark while, Henry. Yeah, while we kill time right. between now and the big one few. of the big fours. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't understand why Cesaro was never one of those guys. I don't understand why Rusev isn't one of those guys yeah. now because it feels like they should be the guy. Maybe they aren't champion, but they're feuding with the guy who is right. champion. Yeah. Um. You know, had had Hogan been around in this era, they feel like they would have been. You know, King Kong Bundy, Mister Wonderful level oh, guys man. who he feuds with on his way to yeah. Andre, Ted DiBiase, yeah. Randy Savage, etc. King Kong Bundy still alive? I think, I he think he's still alive. Right? Yeah. Uh, I know Mister Wonderful's in a bad place. Yeah. Uh, he's got dementia or something yeah. on the fun. Um, He's hanging yeah, out I with think, Ted Turner. Yeah. Oh, oh man, it's it's oh, sad. I, I didn't it really mean is to make a joke that's about the, it. That's the same. <laughs> it's the same form of dementia that Robin Williams had. Oh, is it? Yeah, Louis Body. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's not. That's that's. Yeah. It is. It is sad. I mean, for all of the you know, let's try to dig ourselves out of that terrible, one. Uh, terrible Ted Turner. Uh, you know, WCW things the guy did a lot for wrestling yeah yeah undoubtedly i mean without him there would not have been the monday night war right and without the monday night war you know the modern era i don't think would exist even as good or bad as you can say that it is right now yeah i mean it's interesting to think you know there was a time a few years ago he was looking back into getting into wrestling. Yeah, a little too pricey. Yeah, fifty mil I think was the price tag. Yeah, was and he's like, he's like, no, nope, no, I'm good. It. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Just got divorced from Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Need to hold on to my ducats. Yeah, can't piss it away on on, on some, some wrestling dude's some dream. Wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's it's a bummer, it and is. and you know. Um, for someone who is a notable figure in professional wrestling, to have another tragedy relative to this sport just kind of a kick in the dick. Yeah, yeah, it 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 is a bummer. Um, I don't know. You're the king of segways. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna bounce back to to Super Showdown because a lot of the stuff we could tie back into to what happened Monday and Tuesday and Raw because Monday and Tuesday and Raw. Uh, while they had some bright spots, weren't yeah. really essential shows by no, any no. means. Uh, um, we had the uh, Bobby Lashley, John Cena, Elias, Kevin Owens tag match. Man, the, the most worthless match in the world. Uh, undoubtedly. Yeah. But at least the build along the way gave us probably one of the most fun, fun moments on Raw in Man. some time. Nuclear. Uh, the nuclear heat nuclear. of Elias and Kevin Owens. And the thing that I love is it just was standard Elias heel shtick. Yeah. Well, I'll double back. The thing I really enjoyed was... If you go back and watch a segment when they first cut to Elias and Kevin Owens and Elias does his little strum, yeah. Kevin Owens spins around on the stool in perfect time as the light comes up. Ten out of ten for Kevin there. <laughs> He's so good at his job. But but when Elias just does that throwaway line about the supersonic leaving Seattle yeah. and the nuclear heat hits, and you just see Elias... Do this little stare out to the crowd, uh-huh. like, like oh, you can tell he's fighting from corpsing yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, so good. Yeah, so good. Which, for one thing, I'm so out of the loop on NBA. Yeah. most of my NBA knowledge comes from NBA Jam on the Sega Genesis. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I had no idea the Supersonics were in <laughs> Seattle anymore. Well, so. then, then you're right there with Kevin Owens because you can hear him <laughs> off mic turn to Elias and say, 
I have no idea what you just referenced. <laughs> I am Kevin Owens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is hysterical, one. And two, it's been like, what, five, six, seven, eight years or something like that since it's it happened? It's been a while since it happened. So one, shame on me for not knowing. But two, like that really struck a nerve for something that yeah. happened. I, You know, I guess there's, you know, people in Baltimore are still pissed off mm-hmm. about the Mayflower moving vans and the Colts leaving town oh, yeah. 50 fucking years ago. And they're right. still all butthurt about right, it. So right, I guess, right. you know. With sports fans, it kind of you know strikes the nerve. But if the Orioles left town today, you know, with the season they had, I'd be like, oh, good luck, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy being the new Montreal Expos. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which ties back into Kevin Owens. Yeah. Exactly. So the match itself was was just a non-factor. I mean, yeah. nothing really happened. Cena legitimately only did his six moves of doom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The five, and then the new lightning punch, which yeah. he learned from. Jackie Chan Jackie stunt Ch- crew, yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I want to see what he looks like in this movie that he's filming because that—that's the reason he has the hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just—it was just very, very jarring. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen any of the videos of him like in training? Uh, I've seen them posted, but I haven't watched well, them. Well, not just training. Like, there's videos of him just going around Shanghai. Oh and, no! And like hanging out. Like he. I, I think John Cena may move to China. Like I know he's been learning Mandarin. He seems to freaking love it there. For a while. So yeah. good on him. Uh but you know, weird Chinese hair transplant seems to have worked for John. Um he's not just uh not just a president, he's also a client looking yeah. real good. <laughs> well he's he's had Little to no hair for so long, we yeah. didn't know whether or not he could grow hair. Yeah, so well, it I, could be natural hair. I don't know. I feel like I, I as as a balding gentleman myself, I feel like I, I saw saw some lightness on his uh, buzz cut in recent years. Welcome to the Haircast, where we talk about yeah. wrestlers' hair for twenty minutes. Yeah, well, you know, we won't get yelled at for talking about John Cena's appearance. Yeah. So we got that going for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. He looked like JBL. He did. It was. Yeah. It was a little. It was just jarring. But you know, whatever. He got his. Uh, he got his payday, and he was in China, so it wasn't that far of a. Yeah, uh, yeah. He had the shortest trip of the he roster. Did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> elsewhere on the show, Charlotte and Becky went to a DQ. Eh, you know. Yeah. Like uh, we said house show. Yeah, uh, but I will say this: if there is anyone on the roster who you can say has grabbed the brass ring. I know that is such an overwrought yeah, phrase. It is, but it's Becky true. Lynch is knocking it out of the park. Nailing every aspect of it right yeah. now. Her her promos are out of this world. Her character work is fantastic. She's coming off like one of the biggest stars on the roster, yeah. which is crazy because she is a woman on the WWE roster with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, and Charlotte Flair. And Charlotte Flair. And, yeah. and you know, these are the, supposed to be the mainstream faces of the yeah. company. And Becky's coming off like a bigger star in both of them. Now, you can argue reasons for why Charlotte doesn't come off bigger than she does and why right. Ronda's starting to become a little uh, little bit of a non-factor. Commonplace. Uh, yeah. Uh, but Becky is just killing it right now. It's, and it's the swag. It's the attitude. She's, yeah. She's carrying it really well. If I were to have one quibble and it has nothing to do with her, mm-hmm. it's that her music is still this fun, cheery yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of, all right, yeah, let's go, Becky, sort of pump yeah. up thing. She comes out looking all like a badass. If, if there was like- She hasn't gotten of, the heel remix yet. Yeah. I want, I want a remix to that where it, it yeah. kind of reflects her attitude a little bit more. That would kind of- yeah. You'd really just make it a hundred percent achievement unlocked. Yeah. Uh, you've, you've, <laughs> you've you've hit every uh, you've checked every box here. Yeah, but, but yeah, in terms of her her performance, you know, in promos on social media, she's slaying it. Yeah, in the ring, she she's still doing great. And hey, props to her for finding a freaking mural of her uh, right in <laughs> Australia because uh, it, again, it makes her look like this this like hero of the people, which right. goes with you know the whole angle they're doing and. Uh, I mean, it's it's just really great work, and I know you and I both are outspoken fans of her, or yeah. have been outspoken fans of her. I didn't think that this title run would be as definitive to her as a character as it has been, and yeah. and she's really just been given the ball and is running with well, it. She, so. she got the main event segment on SmackDown, yeah, the poster of her standing over Charlotte, yeah. 
which was a great piece of heel work right yeah, there. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Uh, un- you know, unfortunately, another one of like the five standard heel promos in WWE. Here's a Photoshop version of something. Yeah, but at least but it wasn't this a one worked. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she and did it, not have a PowerPoint. Right. And it paid off of what happened, you know, uh, the previous week of her attacking Charlotte. Right. Uh, you know, during on the green screen or whatever. So right. it, it, it worked in that respect. Um, SmackDown elsewhere was kind of just a promo for the mixed match challenge it sounded yeah, like yeah yeah uh, i mean they they did a little bit more build of the whole uh super showdown uh yes. super showdown stuff but also the rusev day breakup uh, which is still weird and gross gosh like I, is that the best you could come up with guys uh, come on the, the, well here's the thing the number of rusev and lana breakup angles that they seem to be running the last time we did any of this, it was Kevin Sullivan booking his own divorce with woman. <laughs> Do we really want to run uh, that back? No. Did we see how that ended? Anything that says Kevin Sullivan booked, I'm immediately tuned out <laughs> of. So We saw what happened with woman. We don't want to have that happen with Lana. Is is Rusev going to be in the dressing room with a <laughs> looking at a mirror that ends up being a two way mirror? Somebody flips <laughs> off the lights and and Aiden English is on the other side of it. Is yes. that where this is headed? Yes, it works for me. If on the way into the dressing room, Rusev says, "There's no Hulkamaniacs here, brother." <laughs> <laughs> yes. And really, the thing that kills me is, so I watch Total Divas with the wife. Oh, you do, do you? We do. Uh, <laughs> I've seen every, oh, I missed I missed a season or two in there, but we've been watching But it. you also watch Total, Be- uh, Total Bellas. Right, and I hate every- Featuring your favorites. Pr- I pretty much Bella hate twins. everybody on that show, except Especially Brie Bella. Bryan. She's and your favorite. John Cena and, and Daniel Bryan are the best parts of that show. Because uh, you get to see a, a, a Daniel Bryan in his quasi-natural habitat, right. which is the best Daniel Bryan. Right. Um, but- uh, Rusev and Lon- Rusev is the most likable. I-, I love Rusev. He's so great. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Even if the shit on Total Bells is uh, if, like I'm saying, it's not is scripted and yeah. you know they tell you where to go. But Rusev is just such a great performer that like mm-hmm. you know he's cracking jokes while they're driving around trying to sell this movie that. Lana is producing with her brother, who does not look like he would be a brother of Lana at all. So, hang on. Just making sure I understand this. Yeah. <laughs> Lana is trying to sell a movie. That she kind of co-starred in, and Rusev has a bit part in. Why is this just not being sold to WWE films? It probably is. It's an angle yeah, for the show. I was, was going to say, it, it feels was, like that. It was a reason for them to be in L.A. Mm-hmm. and for them to try. They're not getting any traction in selling this movie, Shocker. Um, <laughs> and they try to do this publicity stunt, which is them frolicking around on a beach in like nude bikinis that are blurred to make it look like they're naked. Ooh. And then they get called in the Carano's office and yelled at for it so that's oh, that's the okay. angle on so that's the storyline there and now they're making mark carano a an on-screen guy pretty much i mean he's kind of you know whenever when anybody fucks up on on, you total, know, divas. on total divas they get called to the principal's office and his carano it, it's so funny they they bitch and moan so much i mean once again me pointing out wwe hypocrisy what a shock mm-hmm. they bitch and moan so much about how we know the inside stuff where we act like we know the inside stuff right. and then they're like we're putting mark carano on a reality yeah. show yeah. To show you how the ins and outs of professional wrestling work. Like yeah. it's it's speaking out of both sides of their mouth and out of their ass at the same time. And yeah. It's, just, it's frustrating. Well apparently the uh ratings for Divas and Bellas both down significantly. Everything's down. Right well everything now. yeah, everything is down. I but mean, those were those are shows that were doing really well for a non wrestling audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've kind of just gotten tired of it, I guess. Yeah. Um so, you know, the next the next big angle on Total Bellas or Divas is uh finding page um a new uh, new boyfriend. Mm. So we had the the data remember guy yes. a couple seasons back. Um, he wanted to marry her, and she wasn't into that. So yeah, and, and we up. all know about her in Alberto. Yeah, well, luckily that wasn't covered. Yeah, uh, thank God. <laughs> well, you know what? I think legally that should have been covered he, well, for both of their six. Yeah, and then there was uh, now. Well, because now I know she's dating the base basis for uh, the band Attila, whom I love. Okay. Uh, 
total guilty pleasure. Their mm-hmm. music's not amazing, but it's fun. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see if he's going to pop up on the show. Uh, if so, good for him because I, you know, I follow them both on the Instagram. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, See yeah. them doing stuff together. I'm like, oh, my worlds are colliding again. Right, right, um, right. But, uh, but yeah. So yeah, that's that's the to- the total divas recap, <laughs> which I'm ashamed to say I did just. If said. if we weren't just recording directly into an automated recorder, that would be a great bit bit of production to have total divas recap um oh god but uh yeah we'll do the, it in post, the, we'll, do it post. <laughs> we'll do it live wait no i have to buy a board and shit yeah. maybe one day yeah, no, uh no. keep keep keep, keep throwing money at the patreon yeah, we'll talk okay. about it or just stop canceling <laughs> <laughs> i don't need more i just need not less um uh <laughs> ton of great content up there by yeah, the way guys exactly. patreon.com search slash the, the rough house podcast oh, it is slash the rough house yes podcast. i got that you url baby there we go go to it learn it love it know it um exactly we'll have we'll have a redo shortly um the whole ratings thing is so weird because i mean every week we get these reports of what the ratings are yeah and and people are saying you know it's the lowest it's ever been da 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 da. well there's i forget the name of the guy but he used to be one of the head writers of wwe like he's basically third behind vince and kevin dunn okay and he left the company but he was Basically on Twitter this week saying the amount of information we know about ratings is drastically different from the amount of information WWE gets because they get quarter hour breakdowns. They get the DVR breakdowns. They get the streaming viewing breakdowns. And we aren't privy to that. And it's now one of those things where for me as a fan, like any like hand wringing or whatever about ratings, I just chalk up to I don't understand they're getting paid. Now, granted. I would love for everything to be better programming for them to get the money that they're yes. they're making. That yes. that's a different argument than right. oh the ratings are bad they should change things. I think they should change things because I think a lot of the product isn't very good. Right. Um, at, at least not enough to spend let's see two hours on sorry three hours on Monday right. five hours with SmackDown yep Another eight f- hours yep. with two hundred five NXT. Uh, and May Young, and yep. then another five, so thirteen hours a week. Yeah, this week, uh, yeah, this week with the with the pay per view. Yeah, and then we've got uh, Evolution. At Evolution the end of the at the end of the month, and then a week later is the, uh, the Saudi uh, Crown show. Jewel. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I for and then Survivor Series for a what weeks later for what that it, with NXT Takeover. Yeah. Uh, for what that chunk of time is i would like for it to be a lot better yeah i mean there's even an article I, I i meant to share through our social media and i forgot to uh there's a deadspin article which is basically like pro wrestling is great try watching less yeah yeah i read that actually. yeah it's it's it big span right i think uh i, I think so yeah. uh but it's this whole piece that's that's about how there's so many hours of pro wrestling a week and really, the best way to enjoy it is by picking and choosing yeah. the shows that you watch. I mean, before we started, you know, I, I started being a part of the show and we started doing it together. All I was watching regularly, I'd catch segments on YouTube or sure. Reddit or what have you. I was watching the pay-per-views every month. Yeah. And that was entertaining enough for me. Well, and because they give you the recap of the story before they do right. the match. So you there's really... Yeah. You get like a cleaned up version yes. of the past four weeks right. of storytelling. Edited and, and nicely put together with some music and yeah. effects. Like, you know, every, no... The WWE production team is, you know, yeah, the truck monkeys bounds, are out of this world, yeah, above everybody. But they, they tell you the whole story, everything you need to know, either in that promo uh, leading up to the match or during the match with yeah. the commentators. So they're not really giving you a lot of incentive to watch every week. And you know, myself and I know a, a bunch of other people, at least who are fans of the podcast, don't watch Raw and SmackDown live. Yeah, they do the Hulu version. Yeah, or just pick and choose. Yeah. Um. So you know, we're like like you said earlier circling back we don't know how many you know spins it's getting on hulu exactly they're watching the whole thing or turning it off halfway through the hour and a half cut right you know we don't know any of i mean we kind of know how many views different segments have on youtube but i'm sure those have you know a a point and a reason uh within their decision making internally i mean right you saw uh ray mysterio uh, his return yeah. at the Rumble got millions of views. Now he's coming back, uh, rumored to be at SmackDown 1000. Sure, um, you know I, I, I'm sure there is part of them that makes decisions based on metrics we're not privy to as fans. Right, and if I'm not mistaken, a YouTube view 
just you you click click play yeah. and the counter goes up. Right. You don't have to watch the full five minutes. Exactly. You just click play. But and there are bots for that. Yeah, and if you're but if you're running the uh, account, you can see people watched all of it right. or to this point yeah. or whatever. And and again, you can. I'm sure there are people in Stanford, Connecticut, where their entire job is oh, to obsessively analyze all of these details. Team. Yeah. Uh, and, all you know, the analytics. I'm, I'm sure there's stuff that we just aren't privy to. But sure. I can say it's not enough to make me watch 13 hours a week. No, no. And it, it, especially, you know, being in this new age of pro wrestling where there's a lot of other options. Exactly. A lot of other good options. Exactly. That, you know... I haven't caught up on New Japan, so I'm, I'm yeah. behind on things that I want to see. Yeah, I haven't watched Ring of Honor in forever. Aside yeah, from uh, you know when we went live. When we went, yeah, that was the most I'd watched. Yeah, and essentially All In was a glorified Ring know, of Honor Ring show. of Honor show. But I mean, if if you are, there. if you are, and I can't even imagine what it's like for a guy like Dave Meltzer or any other you know the pro wrestling journalists who also follow MMA. Yeah, but oh god, not counting MMA over the past week and change. Last Friday night was the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Yep. Last Sunday was the New Japan show in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Monday was Raw. Mm-hmm. Tuesday was SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Wednesday was those three shows. Mm-hmm. And Lucha Underground. And, and Lucha Underground. How soon I forget Lucha Underground. Motherfucker. Uh, Thursday Impact. was Impact. Yep. So another two hours of that. And then Saturday morning was Super Showdown. Uh, Super Showdown. And then Saturday on, night uh, yeah, uh, was UFC last yeah, night. Saturday night was UFC. Yeah. And then Monday morning, a few hours from when we record this, is another New Japan show. Yeah. And it's just like, how how do people ingest all of this? Well, that's unless, his unless, job, well, so uh, he well I, I, I get that for to... those who are professionals. Right, right, right. But you know, it's 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 feast or famine, yeah, uh, right it, now it, in the world of pro wrestling. It's like uh, I'll get to it when I get to it. But at that yeah. point, it's like, well, you know, like some of the stuff from G One, I never got to watch, and it's like right. at this point, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where what, and when and why do I go back and watch these? To me, one of the best things on New Japan World is like a few days after this show, they cut it up into individual matches. Yeah, I just go. Hey, I heard that was good. Hey, I heard that was good. Sure. And and sort of to that point, you know, Sunday night was Fighting Spirit Unleashed, um, which aired, how soon I forget, it aired Friday night on, on Access. Access. Yeah. Um, and it, it was on New Japan World Streaming Live. Uh, apparently the top four matches, all worth checking out. Yeah. Cody won the U.S. title from Juice Robinson. So now right. Cody's a double champion. Um, uh, Young Bucks lost the tag titles to the OG Bullet Club yep. of uh, Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa. With um, Haku in the corner. Yes, with uh, Always awesome to see yep. Haku pop up. Yep. Uh, apparently, Squirrel and Osprey was great. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I saw the opening like minute sprint that Osprey yeah. pulled out, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, and and he's put on weight in a good way. Like he looks great. Yeah, uh, he, they're definitely building him up for a heavyweight run. Good I for him, man. Um, and then uh, the tag match was out of this world uh, of uh, Omega and Ibushi against uh, Okada and Ishii. Yeah, uh, which you know just for the best craziest workers going today right uh and yeah they they just tore it up and I mean, there's there's turmoil in the big factions in uh, yeah in new japan i mean chaos with uh in chaos in chaos <laughs> yeah with uh what's his name jay, uh, white, jay white and gato leadership. turning on the rest yeah, 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 Okada, yeah you know going through his crisis now yeah. and then the bullet club you know the elite feuding with the uh the ogs the ogs the firing squad the fi- yeah gorillas of destiny firing squad ogs they got yeah a lot of fucking nicknames. tongans even though yeah. i don't think they're actually tongan yeah. yeah they got a lot of names <laughs> um but yeah it's 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 a crazy time in new japan and um Come Monday, a main event, which uh, I think you're you're probably going to look forward to, main event of King of Pro Wrestling. Yeah, the triple uh, threat. Yeah, the only th- the third time that there's been a triple threat uh, IWGP title match as Cody goes against Kenny Omega goes against Kota Ibushi. <sighs> They're saving Cody and, and Omega. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or Kota Ibushi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're saving Kota Ibushi and Omega for another show, but that three-way... Uh, I I hope it's really good. There's a lot of people on wrestling Twitter who were like, "Oh, it's it's the stupid Gaijins getting the main event again." Whatever, dude. Well, Whatever. They're trying to expand worldwide. Exactly. So, exactly. You know, this is this gotta, is what happened. You got to let it happen here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that match should be should be great. What I'm thinking and what I'm really hoping for mm-hmm. is that the blow off to Coda and Kenny happens at MSG. That would certainly be a great building to do it in. <laughs> uh, I'm not just saying that because we're going to be there. I'm exa- 100% saying that because we're going to be there. <laughs> I mean, 
based based on the comments about them wanting to do uh, the match at a bigger venue, whether it's Tokyo Dome in yeah. 2020, uh, Osaka Dome at a future date, or MSG, mm-hmm. and the fact that um, Okada and Tanahashi both recently have made comments about how they really want to do Okada versus Tanahashi in the U.S. Oh, my God. If they book Okada versus mm-hmm. Tanahashi and Omega versus Kota Ibushi for the – I know – I think we're only at one of those two. We if could, we, we get, could get both, but if we got both, Jesus Christ, Chris, yeah. you're gonna need to have a paramedic on standby. There's, oh, there's yeah, there's, <laughs> there will be not not a pair of pants yeah. uh, being worn uh, <laughs> yeah. throughout the last hour. And All half of the blood that. will be gone from my head. <laughs> yeah, I, so my think. brain function <laughs> will stop. <laughs> <laughs> just start drooling. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, when when Kota Bushi's out there, I just start I mean, drooling. You anyway. have to. You have to. Handsome man. Ah. Set a watch those abs. Oh, Jesus oh Christ. Uh, uh, but, uh, welcome uh, to the gay Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it just there's so much wrestling. There's so much, yeah, and and you know that's without us getting into uh, NXT and the Mayon Classic this week. Yeah. Uh, NXT, another great episode. Uh, they're building towards a really awesome three way dance between. Um, I think it's happening next week on NXT. Yeah, that's uh, for the North American title. Yes. Pete Dunne, uh, Ricochet, and, and Adam, um, Cole, Adam Cole, Bay Bay. Although I'm, I'm, I'm hearing Pete Dunne may be injured. Uh, good news, tape before the injury. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I'm saying just bad news in terms of his career trajectory. I, I had heard that also. Apparently had a foot injury. Yeah. He worked Wembley, uh, the the prog- uh, Progress uh, Wembley progress. show. Thanks progress. Thanks for saying it like yes. a Brit. Yes. <laughs> the Progress <laughs> Wembley show on Sunday. Yes. Which is apparently after the injury. So I wouldn't be shocked if it's WWE trying to hold him back for something. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I mean, weirder things have happened with WWE contract talent. It's true. It's true. Then they have a weird contract situation as is with them, right with so. the uk guys the thing that's really weird right now though is um one of the things that's scheduled for evolution is the finals of the nxt uk women's title tournament right and none of the nxt uk stuff has aired anywhere yet yeah weird true i don't know what they're gonna do with that i don't know they're they're, they're just gonna throw it all on the network Oof, yeah yeah it'll, it'll be a random like surprise tuesday drop yeah yeah well, Tuesday? No. What day? Friday. Thursday or Friday. Thursday or Friday, because yeah. those are days they don't have anything Jesus right now. Christ. Uh, but uh, NXT building to that three-way. Looking forward to that match. But they're also building for the next takeover. Fucking Tommaso Ciampa and Velveteen Dream. Okay, all right. Look at look at our boy Patrick Clark making it big time. I know, right? That's that's gonna be killer. That is gonna be so good. I mean, nothing against uh, Gargano and Ciampa, but. I could go a year without seeing those two go against each other. Yeah, they, they've I'm kinda... pretty confident that's probably going to be a big blow off at, at the Mania Takeover sure. opposite the MSG show. Right. But uh, Ciampa against Velveteen Dream is a match I never knew I wanted. Um, yeah. Until they said I'm getting it. Yeah. And, uh, they've had some great Twitter barbs. Yeah. Ciampa's doing a really good job on Twitter. He, his Twitter is so good. He's so he's he's an expert. Like he is expert level mm-hmm. troll heel. Mm-hmm. Like so good. Him and Miz are are one and one a mm-hmm. in terms of their heel work right now. Yeah, I've just to deviate back to Miz. Miz is so fucking good at his job. He just needs to be unbelievably said good. Like he just the way he, he, the way he looks, the way he carries himself, how good mm-hmm. of a promo he is. He's so fucking good at his job. Yeah, I, I mean, anyone who has followed him from the real world days yeah. knew he loved pro wrestling. Yeah, and and I think that's the thing that's so interesting about him and Daniel Bryan being like, you know, the the yin to each other's yang. Yeah, is they both love professional wrestling, right? But they love very different aspects of it, right? And and I think that's why a they're such great in a feud with each other because they both care so much about it. Yeah. They bring so much of themselves to it, but also because the elements that they love are so disparate. Yeah. You know, one is the sport is the, the while the other is the, the entertainment. entertainment. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it's always interesting to double back yeah. uh, on, on the Miz do. side. Yeah. Cause we're, we're bouncing over because there's a lot happening and just thinking about, you know, us doing this on Sunday. God, so much happened. The cycle in the cycle kicks off again tomorrow night. Exactly. Uh, well, tomorrow morning, New Japan. Well, and, yeah. And then we get Raw, and yeah. then we build to Moving Evolution back. and Crown Jewel, whatever the World Cup thing, Crown Jewel is going to be. Know. I don't know. Um, do you think Miz inserts himself to the Daniel Bryan 
AJ Styles match at Crown Jewel. I don't know where else he goes. Because I was I was thinking about this earlier today. They could put the belt on Daniel Bryan. Sure. He doesn't need it. No. I think it'd be more interesting for Miz to cost Daniel Bryan the belt, Miz to win the belt by the end of the year. Oh, and and they Bryan run, chasing Miz. Yeah, and they run that at Mania. I'd love that. I, I think that would be the smartest thing to do. I think it'd be the coolest thing to do. I mean, hell, you could have Daniel Bryan finally win the Royal Rumble and yeah. go after the Miz. Yeah. No, that that's, that's a really good idea. I mean, are we going to keep seeing these Miz and Daniel Bryan matches all the way till then? Because I, I feel like yeah. you kind of have to... You have to tamper little, it down. A yeah, because you're you're approaching Gargano Champa levels of Christ. How many times do we have to see this? Yeah, I I think we probably would see Miz interfere in one of the Daniel Bryan AJ matches. Sure. At a point, AJ would end up you know winning the feud over Daniel Bryan could be because of Miz's fault, right? Uh, and then you just have Miz win the belt, put Miz with someone along the way, maybe feuding back with AJ. Yeah. And then, you know, put the uh, Rumble title shot on on Daniel Bryan so we like get that, that like yeah. supreme challenge at Mania. It's a big pop. Yeah. One when Bryan wins that. You think it's a, it, I don't know if you uh heard this. I only read about it in the past few hours. Uh, so I don't know if you had heard yet. The Saudi Arabia show at a smaller arena than originally planned. Yeah, I uh, guess uh, I, I can't recall the names of the venues, but it's not going to be the same venue as before that held sixty thousand. It's a venue right. that holds twenty five thousand. Like a university stadium. Yeah, kind of like weird. King Syed University Stadium, which Michael Cole said Universal instead of University uh, <laughs> when he was announcing it. It's just stuck in his head at this point. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I've made those flubs all the time, so I can't really talk shit about Michael Cole, who makes a lot more money and is very good at his job. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, as the May Young Classic has proven, he's actually really great as a commentator. It, yeah, because Vince isn't yelling into his ear. Yeah, <laughs> like prop, all the props in the world to him, Beth and, uh, and Renee. Renee. They've been a great trio on May Young, and yeah. and it, it just makes me long for uh, the days where Vince isn't yelling at people. I know, I know, because it's got to be jarring. I yeah, mean, you know, having uh, working in broadcast. And being both the guy who yells down the line to somebody and oh, yeah. is being spoken to down the line, it is not uh, it is is not fun and not easy. Yeah, it's I mean, very difficult to keep your thoughts and your 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 uh, you know your mouth working the way it's supposed to be working when somebody's yelling at you. I mean, one of the things that always drives me crazy is like when you're using monitoring headphones mm-hmm. and you hear your own voice and it's yes. on a slight delay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. maddening enough. Yeah. Let alone there shouldn't be a delay if it's done right. Well, <laughs> right, but like or or, or you know just down. the fact that you're hearing. Yeah. Add that yeah. with also some guy going, call it a medical facility, not a hospital. Yeah. You know, Plus just, you got two other people on either side of you. Yeah. You know, who trying, are trying to have trying a conversation. to chime in. And yeah, this is a lot of moving parts that Michael Cole's job is not easy. No. Uh, you know, and as you know, from hearing us do redos, doing commentary for a wrestling match is not easy. No, it's not. It's not unless you're just constantly doing shitty Mauro Ronaldo impressions. Patreon.com slash rough house podcast. <laughs> Mama Mia. <laughs> Cardi B. Uh, <laughs> that's all you need. Um, but uh, I I hope that, uh, you know, that type of commentary is something we get to see more of. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it felt like even this Australia show, I mean, yes, it was a WWE show, it felt a little more loose in its production. Yeah. It, it did not feel as, as sort of tampered down as the Saudi show did. Yeah. The first Saudi show did. Um, I will say it's going to be interesting to see how many more Saudi shows we get because uh, yeah. it seems like the U.S. has some issues with Saudi Arabia right now. Um, you know, that's what happens when you kill a journalist. Always yeah, great. a lot of not, not, not great things happening over there. No. But, um, no. But money is very important. Yeah, uh, very powerful. <laughs> very and the Saudis powerful. have a lot of it, and Vince really likes it. Um, yes. So uh, I, I have a feeling that the ickiness can be can be wiped away with dollar signs. Yes, yes, it can. Uh, I, I, I will say also, you know, we live in a very strange world where – uh, Lynn McMahon is the the head of the Small Business Administration Which uh, in the White House. Uh, you know, uh, for many reasons, the the old small business that is the WWE, the small making half a billion dollars a year in TV. Let's not get business. into the government, please. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> grand weekend for the government. Grand it's, weekend. It's supreme, if you will. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
I'd rather hey, Chris, not. Do you like beer? <laughs> <laughs> I like beer. Do you like beer? Yeah. Have you ever blacked out? Have you ever blacked, blacked out? out? Have you? Blacked out. Have you? That's not the side of my yeah. man. Um, uh. But yeah, they they moved it to a smaller venue, um, which I guess. Is is the excitement level down for it over there? I have no idea. Is it to try and draw less attention to it? I, I don't know. I'm drawing twenty five thousand people still doesn't strike me as drawing little attention to it. Yeah, I guess. I don't. I don't know. I'm curious as to maybe there was another uh, event plan that they didn't know for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know. For for the other stadium. Yeah, maybe they needed to you know execute fifty uh, journalists <laughs> at one time Christ. instead of one. Uh, <laughs> we keep this up. We're going to be executed in Saudi Arabia. I'm yeah. sure they're really worried about us, us two dinks in your basement in friggin' Maryland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Talking into two uh, internet purchase microphones. <laughs> Actually, that would be the thing. The, you know, that last moment is the the tear drops down my eye and the blade's going to hit my neck and I'll just go, I guess the podcast was successful after all. <laughs> the sim- scimitar or whatever, the, the fucking curved one that the guards in Aladdin used. <laughs> Give me the lamp. Give me your hand. <laughs> Chasing the scarab into the cave of wonders. And then you have to jump on the magic carpet to escape, which was always the most difficult fucking level in that game. Yes, yes, it was. It's yes, it right was. up, right up there with the uh, wildebeest chasing the Lion King game. Those those freaking Genesis. They were so damn good, uh, man. Disney games. A fantastic. B difficult as hell. They were hard. Well, video games back then were very difficult. Yes, that's true. Uh, but Mostly because we didn't know how to design them, and so everything was yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Back in my day. <laughs> now I just, just want, uh, want somebody to come out with a little Abu monkey on his shoulder <laughs> in Saudi Arabia and just have the guards. Like You could do the guards chasing him down the uh, down the long rampway, oh, put man. some barrels in there. Can Mustafa Ali be Prince Ali? Can, can we do that? Ali Ababa? Yes, yeah. I think he can. Uh, can you get an elephant uh, with a little uh, <laughs> a little, uh, little fez on top, <laughs> like when Abu gets turned into the elephant? Yes, I think we should do that. Uh, uh, we should all sing Prince Ali. And, and then we'll uh, just paint Brana blue and he can be the genie. Oh, oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're booking this, and it's happening. Saudis, if you're listening, yeah, can we, uh, can we call Walt Disney? We will do this for one million. You don't need to yes. pay us a hundred million. Yeah, we'll we'll co- we'll cosplay the shit out of this. <laughs> <laughs> you supply the elephant, though. I don't have yeah, I don't have yeah, access don't to have an any elephant. Yet. I imagine you know they're 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 Saudi kings. They probably have access they, to like three elephants they, at least. At least <laughs> three. That's, yeah. that's your number. Yeah, three. Just three elephants. Well, they each have an elephant. And they got a spare elephant. <laughs> okay, they got they got a spare <laughs> elephant. Okay, for situations just like this. Exactly. Like, uh, who would be Jasmine at this point? Uh. Well. I guess we could just kind of bluff and say the Bellas are Arabic, right? <laughs> well, they claim to be everything else. Yeah, uh, we're Italian. No, we're Mexican. Okay, we're we're whatever. We're we're cussing random blonde girls. Let's yeah, do it. so you get Brie Bella trampled by an elephant. There yeah, you go. Exactly. Perfect. This I like everything it. you've ever wanted. This now is good, all this we is need good to do, booking. All we need to do now is throw fucking Michael Hayes in front of the stampede. <laughs> we're set. <laughs> you've got the Undertaker as Jafar playing uh, playing the old man. <laughs> <laughs> Vinnie Mac in the bag yelling, I'm so ticked off and I'm bolting. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> the Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast. Follow us at Roughhouse SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to the Rough House at patreon.com slash the Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N 7 lowercase C 3 lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. Are you tired of the same old mayonnaise? It makes your BLTs bland, your club sandwiches lifeless, and your egg salad dull and boring. 
Well, what you need is new caffeinated mayonnaise. Mayo X! It's caffeinated mayonnaise! Mayo X! It's not just mayonnaise, it's extreme mayonnaise! Mayo X! Glop it on, bite down, and feel the rush of caffeinated mayonnaise! What a rush! Mayo X! Y'all are out of your crazy minds! Shut the f up, Paula Dean! Mayo X! Please do not use Mayo X if you have a heart condition, asthma, premature balding, gingivitis, a lazy eye, a love of Tyler Perry movies. If you are Tyler Perry, expensive cocaine habits, abnormally bushy unibrows, more than 10 toes, a flat ass, a thick ass, a smelly ass, or a jackass, severe brain damage, a single mother of four from Hamden with a neck tattoo, or farted during a Cuba Gooding Jr. movie, radio.